All right. Okay. Well, welcome, welcome, everyone. Um, today we're gonna talk about pain. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, and welcome to another episode of Dungeons and Degrees. My name's Adrian. And I'm Alex. And I'm Lee. <laughs> okay. And today we're going to talk about emotions. We're going to just dive in. Sure thing. <laughs> okay. So, how have you been, Lee, actually? Let's let's talk about you for a second. Uh, how's your campaigns going and all that stuff? Well, they've taken a bit of a sharp turn, at least... Uh... <laughs> The one that, that I'm going to draw uh, some inspiration for this conversation out of. Mostly it's been all good. Uh, there's been some interesting developments uh, for my bard. Uh, some interesting developments for my cleric. And yeah, um, a lot of games are also paused still because of the pandemic. But I'm actually playing at a table next week for the first time in one and a half years. With real freaking dice. Nice. I look forward to that and to hug my friends because, you know, vaccines are great. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. We just need it all to just, you know, roll out. Get jabbed. Do it. It's really not that bad. It's not. I've slowly been returning to just regular dice. Um, not like uh, just over the mic. It just, I think this one shot that I did this month. We just like, well, you if you call out your dice, I trust y'all, um, and we'll be good. Um, and I'm like, okay, cool. And it just, the feeling of nostalgia, just immediately hearing the, the clicks and clacks, I'm just like, oh, I missed this. Yeah. I've been electronically rolling for so long. Yeah, D&D Beyond makes you fucking lazy. <laughs> <laughs> what was my fucking we'll proficiency bonus? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. No, but it's been great uh, having that feeling back. So I'm excited for you to, for you to see individuals uh, in person. Good God. I feel very isolated with my partner. So, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. But, yeah, today we're kind of going to talk about emotions and just kind of like how it kind of ties into role playing. I'll start off with something that's happened my last session before I think we're gonna go on like almost like a month break so we're halfway done we'll see how it goes it's like wedding season so people are like you know starting to go out and you know vaccinated and all stuff we'll see i mean we'll see who does go out vaccinated and all stuff and uh yeah um i'm also going to see my folks who are all vaccinated and everything so i'm excited so i'm taking a break from DD, but before i left i had one of my players who was like really good at just diving into their emotions. They had a chance to revive their dead companion partner. And he started crying about him and it just went on and he, he was given some really cool powers and they were in, not in conjunction. They were going to fight each other unless that he willingly gave one of them up. And he did, and it was his eyes that he had essentially true sight for 60 feet. And in order to get his partner back, he was willing to give up his eyes. And I didn't just take the ability away. I took his whole sight away. Um, so he's bleeding and crying, trying to find his partner. And I'm like, your partner's not here. And he's just freaking out and I mean, he's he's in game mode, so I know he can handle it, and it's not like too much. But it it was just such a tough thing, and they were like, "We have a blind rogue now. What do we do?" Holy shit! <laughs> oh yeah, it was bloody brilliant. I loved every moment of it. You evil bastard! <laughs> Let me figure out what you just said. Did yeah, you yeah. just blind a character and then remove the love of their life? Like, so all of the sacrifice was for nothing for right now. He doesn't know. Yeah, he, he the the reincarnation didn't happen right in front of them. It did, was. Did it? I guess. Did it happen? Yeah. Oh yeah, me and uh, oh, we had like a two-hour discussion 
Well, I, it was like I was making sure everyone was okay after that session because we're about to go into the end game. But with him, I had a two-hour discussion speaking about the backstory of that individual that came back and where they would be. So we had a discussion of where they are. So it, it what happened. So it was golden. I just didn't want another NPC to be protected in Barovia. Because <laughs> like right now there was like two or three people they're trying to protect. I'm like fourth. This is just like a like you know everyone's backs to the party, just like trying to like circle up on these people. Like I'm just it's just too many NPCs running around. I need to I need to cut it short. So I, I reincarnated them reincarnated them where they um, had died damn so yeah but now he can't see um, <laughs> i'd have made a mechanic though for them to continue sight but they don't know because they haven't played since that day <laughs> and you're keeping that information from them oh yeah oh yeah they, they have to discover it they okay so they saw they can see the lich that's in the in the place that but they can't see anybody else. They just see a black void and just the appearance of a lich. He took damage and then he started to see himself um, a little bit, but not fully. So essentially the mechanic is the closer to someone is to death, the more he can see them. Holy shit. <laughs> I love the gleeful way that you're describing it. like, oh yeah, no, no, I'm not going to tell them. I'm not going to tell them. <laughs> no, 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 no. Beautiful. <laughs> Yes, and I feel like I'm trying to figure out how I want to balance it. Like, I know I want to give them disadvantage at certain point thresholds, but I want to give them advantage at, a, like, what, quarter health or something like that. Um, because, like, what, you can see exactly where they're hurting the most, what's struggling, because you know they're closer to death. So you can see what vital points. So I think I might give that to them. Mm. But I haven't fleshed it out yet. I'm just playing with it. <laughs> nice. But yeah. I'm just traumatizing players now. And you're happy about it too. Well, it's because it's something new. <laughs> it's something uh, something I haven't tried before, and and they love it, and they're excited yeah. about what's to happen next. Like they're like, oh my gosh, that was a good session. Like making them feel it, and them having those positive reactions is good. Yeah, I feel that. That's uh, that's really good shit. Yep, I'm I'm, I'm working on it before I was afraid to do anything and now I'm ripping out eyes <laughs> was that was that really a thing for you that you were just like uh, you're afraid to hurt your players too much or that they wouldn't react to it as well as they did uh it was like I was afraid because I liked their characters hmm. and I didn't know their capabilities but slowly but surely that player that I ripped his eyes out um he's the one who was like you know i i can tell when you're kind of pulling back punches hmm. i think you don't have to now i don't know if he regrets it now for saying that but <laughs> i mean i think that it, it's it's having that confidence in your dm and player dynamic that kind of allows me to push the boundary of what's would be like kind of like a no-go zone for someone I wouldn't, I don't know or I don't trust because like I'm taking parts of their character, but because they trust me um, with their characters and they trust that I'm going to do something, you know, not to just really mess them up or fuck them up forever, but to just like have something interesting happen, have something, you know, meaningful happen is kind of like where I'm at with them. So I feel so much co more comfortable. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm excited with them. I'm, we're already planning the next campaign after this. So it's, that sounds it's really awesome. good. That sounds really good and, and, and fulfilling. Oh, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, speaking of fulfilling, like uh, I, I've had someone leave my party. Um, and Lee, you said that you had someone as well. Oh yeah. We uh, had a player leave our uh, throughout campaign uh, for, uh, for health reasons. And I'm very proud of them for doing so. It's uh it's very good, uh, but <laughs> we, when we started this uh, adventure, uh, we kind of wrote like conjoined backstories. So our characters have known each other since like their uh, you know magic college years, basically. And there was a pretty intense bond there, also from the start when they uh, met up 
after having been like years apart uh that just kind of was like oh yeah we've we've had this we've had we have this history and now we're back together again and we're going into this dark as fuck realm with <laughs> death houses and weird shit that's happening and they found a lot of comfort together um so when this character had to exit the campaign the dm was like i'm gonna fucking make this hurt <laughs> oh, no. no 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 i said like give it to me just if you can make me cry over a fictional character you have hit the right spot i want to experience that that shit's amazing and that is why i love fiction and and story uh just you know it, from the get-go that that's just that that makes it special that makes it extra uh, beautiful for me so they delivered pretty well <laughs> it was very painful <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah very very shortly uh, explained the character that was leaving had already been bitten once by Strahd. so there was some vampirism shit going on and this character is a, a doctor and a scientist and decided that he was a danger to basically all of us and decided to take matters into his own hands and actually leave to go with Straw to find shit out about the condition and if he could do anything to reverse it, etc., etc. But he left in the middle of the fucking night when everybody was asleep and just left letters, personal letters for all the characters that are in our party. And what the DM did to make it worse is give every single one of us nightmares related to this. So it was like a three tier, oh, <laughs> let me hurt you. <laughs> let me stab you and turn the knife and twist the knife. And when I was reading that letter, I was given the nightmare information in like a, a, a private uh, chat uh, with the DM. And uh, I was already like, oh, no, this is horrible. And then I got the letter and I was reading the letter and I fucking cried. I was like, no, this is, oh, my heart. It was both really beautiful, um, but also incredibly painful. Yeah. And I know that I'm not saying a lot of details about it, but it's, it's, it would, yeah. If you want to know any details, don't uh, fear to ask me. Uh, but if you set me off, I will talk for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know that we're having fun and that our session, that, that, that our uh, conversations are, uh, you know, long, but <laughs> don't let me dominate the, uh, <laughs> the entire thing. Lee, you're our guest. You could go on for three hours and we'd be totally fine. <laughs> I mean, you would be, but I would be having these thoughts about, oh shit, they let me speak. And I ranted for three hours about this bromance between my character and another character and crying over a letter. What have I done? I will never forget this. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. oh. Oh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I appreciate that. No, like, you get to speak what, like once every so often on the podcast, so it's fine. You dominate <laughs> this space. The the viewers hear us enough. Me and Alex. All right, all right. Yeah. But it's 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 crazy because we've been playing that campaign for more than a year, I think. So you know how it is, you know, you spend like seven in game days. But it's a year in real life time. Mm -hmm. And you rack up quite a bit of a, a... I mean, we were friends before, of course, but, but, but you're sharing a lot of stuff through the game and these characters interact with each other. There's a lot of meaningful RP going on. And stuff like that really fucking gets to you. Like, like no other media ever does, in my opinion. Or I haven't experienced it like that, at least so fucking personal and i think that is what what draws me to it as well because it is so personal we've spoken about this before you tying a bit of yourself you're inputting that time with that character and, mm -hmm. you know it becomes a part of who you are especially like you're believing it and seeing it and playing this game together and yeah. it's just like you know this isn't just 
you know, risk where you're just like, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm dominating the world. Ha ha ha. No, this is, I'm an individual in a world mm-hmm. and I'm trying to survive or have fun or whatever your I know, ideal for the game is. And I put myself in there and I pretend to be this person. And my, this person has its own sets of memories and it's just, uh, just kind of an escape, but also kind of relief as well to have fun. I mean, fictional pain is better than real life pain. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I mean, it's a good distraction from the real life pains that you can't really like, you know, uh, do much about. And this is just, I don't know. Why do we enjoy this so much? Can we like invite a, a, a psychoanalyst? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's some studies out there, but I haven't looked into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm scared too. What does this say about me? Here's my hot hmm. take. I think Go it's ahead. because that D&D becomes better when we're all vulnerable, right? When we're taking those chances, we're making those those connections with each other in sort of a safe space that it's you know, not really me, but it is me. Mm-hmm. And because you have that like authentic experience, it it's just, it's like real life, but like you all trust each other to, to have these moments that I think that's why it's satisfying. Cause in real life, there's still some part of it that's performative. So, you know, if you do lose somebody in real life, like some on some level, you're like, okay, well, this is like, I have to, perform a certain way because this affects like my life for the rest of my life but like in game you're like well this yeah i can do this because it's only in the game but then it traumatizes you for years to come (laughs) (laughs) yes it does (laughs) yeah i feel that i think yeah i I can see that uh yeah definitely and I think the, the the vulnerable bit and, and, and what you said too, Adrian, like uh, you trust your players and your players trust you with these things. I think that is a very important part of it because uh, I don't know about you two, but when I started playing like years and years and years ago, I was like the worst RP person. And I was like, oh, this is awkward as hell. How do I fucking deal with this? And I would just not be able to uh, put myself out there as vulnerable. But you grow in that as well, especially with if you're with people that you trust and people that you know, and 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 through the game, um, yeah, your your fellow players and your GM also pull you out of your shell a little bit. So, it for me it was also very in relation to yesterday, uh, uh, very not new, but definitely the first time that I was like, okay, I'm actually able to react to this emotionally and feel like it is uh, really part of the game, really part of the character. And it all just clicked with the rest of the players and the DM as well. And I thought that was wonderful. Having those emotional pulls are just so fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that letter opened with to my oldest and dearest friend. And I was already there. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I literally, after the after it was done, because that player also left that session after that moment was played out with uh, the character leaving with Strahd and uh, the fallout of that. And after the session, I was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to draw the most emotional shit <laughs> just to make, <laughs> to make you feel... <laughs> what you've made me feel (laughs) and everybody's like oh wasn't it too much wasn't it too much are you okay because you know i'm a very expressive person so i was literally like i was crying (laughs) and no but it was good and 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 man i want more of this it's 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 great uh to be able to experience emotions uh like this with other people too i think that's that's an important side note yeah it's like experiencing emotions on like your own term, right? And just being able to kind of play it through in a kind of like you said it was like seven days, like but if you yeah. had to experience all those emotions like consecutively in seven days, like it'd be a lot. <laughs> but we have like a week break or two weeks or whatever. So it's nice to kind of process all those emotions in that time period. 
Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Good God, yeah. No, it's literally been like an in-game, uh, it's been like a week. And that's bizarre because that's usually the case with D&D, right? Yeah, you, right. you bond with other characters so fast because the experience time passing is much more than the actual time passing in the game. So it's like, oh, after like three sessions, you're like, fuck, I'm going to die for this character. <laughs> I will I will jump in front of a in front of a dragon. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I think that 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 also makes it beautiful and that's also why it's um why it works so well, I think, that experience time versus the actual time passed. Mm -hmm. Because you're not going to bond as quickly uh in the actual time passed. I think I mean Let's go. Like when you're with someone for like, so, I, I'm just speaking on like when I was a camp counselor. Like they're bonding and they're like moments together and you're training together. Like you, like you spend like eight hours a day to kind of like bond with your coworkers, but you're too busy working. But when you're like, uh, when I was stuck with these people for like seven days and we're doing everything together, like having those experiences together just heightens that. Like. You sleep like in the same area. You're eating at the same cafeteria. Like you're kind of forced to have a relationship with these individuals. So I think that this is just so exponentially heightened by D and D, where it's like, oh well, you know, it took weeks and months. But like, if you're stuck in a you know Barovia, you're gonna have to find those bonds really quickly. Oh yeah, gonna fall off. Yeah, definitely. And 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 I think that is also why it was so uh, painful to have this character leave uh, for my character especially because they literally had just found each other again like they were they were college uh, uh how do you say that in freaking english studiegenoten um, uh, no Kelly. no you went they, they just they literally went through like magic school together yeah, I guess. Academic. <laughs> academic. Bodies? I don't know. Colleagues. <laughs> I don't, I don't think academic colleagues. Word. Let's just go for academic colleagues. That fits them. They're f nerds. <laughs> but they just, after like a long absence from each other's lives, they the happenstance was that they were invited uh, to take care of a problem uh, as part of that party that then went into uh, Barovia. And they just found each other again. It was just really good for them to be together again and just have their stupid late night oh, let's read this book of 500 pages and obsess over every detail. And uh, I think that is what you said about when you go into a campaign like this that is so dark, you need to have those lights uh, on the horizon. And your party members are absolutely that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I've already talked about having to remove a player, Alex. Oh, um, I don't know if we've recorded removing the player. I think we have, okay. but I know yeah. why we have talked about it. Yeah, okay. So, like, okay, I like that you kind of brought up, Lee, about, like, that light. Mm -hmm. And we, I had a player that was kind of antagonistic, kind of, you know, not doing the party's will. The party really wanted him to stay alive, but he was kind of doing solo acts, and they were worried, and they like, hey, we can't do those plans because you're going to get killed. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it kept happening and happening. And, you know, I could see the strain on my party who was trying to keep this individual alive, but it just wasn't working out. And um, he was acting up the last session. I'm like, look, if he does it again this session, I I'm just going to have to remove him from the game because he's, I, I can see the stress in the other party's uh, like eyes. And he was like, he was really upset about like I don't want to do what they say. I want to do what I want to do. Like this, we like we've been stuck here. They've been uh, they've been on your back about like trying to like work together, but he didn't see it that way. And he finally did one more like solo mission, and I'm like, and I saw what he did. I'm like, oh, this is gonna get him killed. And I'm like, and you know, I'm just gonna have to do the deed right here and just and his character unfortunately oh jeez he got caught and he got killed and he got upset and left the discord and left the like everything and then messaged me can i come back I'm like, no no 
you you weren't listening i i was like like multiple people me will work with you try to get what you want out of this game but like it wasn't ever enough and you know i had to cater to a lot of your needs and it still wasn't enough and you still think that i was unfairly treating you even after i did all those things and 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 i guess the thing that i didn't say and i i'll just say um there's a a bit of a warning right now if anyone's kind of it's like trauma warning right now um he kind of said you know goodbye forever Um. and i'm like and he was kind of instigating that he was going to do something that night so i had to i talked to him and try to you know you know do my work job right then and there and like kind of go through him with all these safety plans and everything and he you know it, it triggered some of my players like i've been through that stuff i don't want that in my game and i'm like yeah it was kind of traumatizing for them and I'm like, you know, I never want that to happen in my game or to my party because they've been through so much. But, yeah, it was tough. And I, I had to tell him, like, nope, we can't play that game. I know you need help. And I and I told him all the resources I knew, all the things he could do. But he cannot play in that game and, you know, be set off like that. Yeah, that is really rough. And uh, I'm really sorry that you had to deal with that. <laughs> That is, yeah. that's not, that's not fun and not great. And yeah, geez, I, that trauma, yeah, that's, that's horrible. I'm really sorry that he, that this person is hurting so much. Um, right. Yes. And but, you know, uh, I've been, I would try it. Like there was late nights where I just talked to him, talked to him. Um, but you know, so I told him like, like you need, like you need to take a break. Because if this, he's like, this is the only thing that's kind of keeping me going. I'm like, well, this isn't, you know, a good substitute for yeah, that. Because one, a lot of these people are just playing a game together. And yes, it can, can kind of be therapeutic, but we can't, we, if it's too much of the time, you need to say something. Like everyone's told me when they need a day off, they're not feeling well. Like, you know, we've had pauses, but we can't have that happening during game because not everyone is, you know, one knows what to do with that or two could be traumatized. Like I knew because I've been trained a little bit, but also I've just been through it a lot more. So I don't know. I just, I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Um, Cause it was also causing me a lot of stress too, because like, am I, do I have the capabilities to make sure that he's going to be okay and play this game kind of thing? Um, but it was causing me a lot of, st- of stress and it didn't seem like it was going anywhere and it felt like it was on me to make sure that he was happy and Oof. you know there's only so much i can do because at the end of the day like i'm not responsible for his happiness yeah as you know kind of dark as that sounds like but no. like, i have to take care of uh myself as well and i need to be okay to, in order to do all this other stuff yeah, that's that's one hundred percent true. And D and D is not therapy. <laughs> I know that a lot of people use it as like an escape, escapism, um, and that is completely valid. By the way, I do the same. But as soon as it starts to affect the, your other players and your DM, and it starts to affect like, okay, this is really intense, and I don't know if this, you know, people get triggered or they 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 experience trauma because of this then i think you made a really good choice because you need to protect them as well right. and it's it would be unfair uh, to just facilitate this person's you know well i, I don't want to say therapy it's the wrong word right. <laughs> but you know what i mean i think mm-hmm. i do yeah that must have been really rough oh yeah i know it was yeah. immensely rough and you know even after the fact he just he kind of started like lying trying to get back into the game he tried to go around me i'm like look like you can't he's he told another player like oh yeah he didn't think it was his right to say if i could play or not he said it was up to y'all and i'm like and that player told me sent me screenshots and he's like oh i messed up and i'm like yeah well that sealed the deal you you try to go around what i said yeah but in the end I gained something that I didn't know I had to 
my gain, which was like finding those boundaries mm -hmm. because I was just so lenient. And, you know, and now I know like what it could cause to be so, you know, lenient with an individual, like how it can affect others and to have to be able to say, no, that's it. And, and that's a tough thing for me to learn because I'm always trying to, you know, make sure everyone's happy. I feel that. Yeah, that's that's super important. And I'm yeah, I hope that this person will be OK in the end and that they mm -hmm. get the help they need. But those boundaries are so, so very important to protect yourself and your other players, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was the trauma that I, I mean, that I had to experience, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it's, it's, it is what it is. And I, I did my best and I know I did my best and that's all I can ask for myself. And I can't beat myself about anything that had happened afterwards because exactly. I did what I did. Exactly. And everybody is responsible for their own actions. Correct. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> We applause. Gotcha. <laughs> this is where we have our break, obviously. <laughs> That's right. Send them to commercial plug. with. Send them to commercial as we we try real quick. Would you like to buy a car? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it's awesome. <laughs> we should make up like a fake commercial and then just like. <laughs> no, let's not do You're that. Really, like... Hey, we've had a lot of fun during this podcast, but let's tell you what, let me tell you about Ritz Bits, the cracker for all. Stop. I, I have not thought about Ritz Bits in forever. I don't know what they are. Uh, they're like tiny baby Ritz like crackers, right? The like buttery crackers. It's like a cylindrical cracker with like, it has this buttery top and it's super flaky. Um, that sounds good. Oh, I've yeah. never had a Ritz cracker, but it sounds uh, it sounds good. <laughs> we'll send you one in a care package. How about that? <laughs> oh, if you can get past food. customs. Oh, you know, if you give me food, then I will stay around forever, right? Oh no! If we freed uh, the hey. stray, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Okay, let's kind of circle back to emotions <laughs> as best as we can. But yeah, I think we've all had, you know, those tying emotions to our players and to our sessions. And, you know, hitting those feels just is just super amazing. And I absolutely love it. And I'm lucky enough to have players that trust me. And I have players that are like, this is their first game ever playing. And they're like, like yeah i don't know any other dms but i you you should you you know i'm glad you were the first one and i'm like <laughs> my little oh, heart oh my goodness <laughs> yeah that is amazing yeah, yeah i don't know it's for me i don't know how it is for you too but for me that's been like more i've always been a very expressive and emotional person um but i also have massive social anxiety so i even in game i'm like oh shit I have to now react according to my character's uh, uh, personality diagram that I have created in my head so that I know how to react. Uh, that was hard for me to develop up to a point. That that took time. And now that I'm kind of... I've been freed! <laughs> yes. I am a free person! <laughs> I want, it's, just, it's so cool. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to try and find more of that because the, the, the possibilities are there. Um, in, in the campaign where I play a bard, we've had a very interesting uh, occurrence where we found out that basically everything is scripted by the gods. And my happy-go-lucky bard was like, what? So nothing I do matters? It's all scripted? And is having a complete like crisis over that, just completely losing faith, and probably going to slip into a bit more of a darker path right there. But that is spicy, and it is spicy. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So I'm definitely going to play with that some more. And um, yeah, it's good. Exploring different aspects is such a hard thing to do, mm -hmm. and I feel like you know having 
my experience recently is being a romantic interest mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and i can't i can't i i tried i don't like they're like the my players are hitting on me and i'm like <laughs> me as adrian horrible can't take a damn hint you have to literally say i like you and i'd be like are you sure <laughs> like friends like like I'm, i just can't i can't read it so when they're hitting on me i'm like oh they're just being cheeky that's fine and then he kept pursuing pursuing and i'm like oh he's into my character oh okay yeah i love that that's freaking hard and i know that you can have these npc like kind of relations but like i was like i don't know how to show affection <laughs> like this <laughs> Well, I, 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 I've done that before. I've actually, it's fun uh, to do it with another player, like to have like, oh, we could do like uh, two characters who are like romantically interested. I've done that for a, for a multi-shot uh, a while ago with a really great friend who is also a fantastic RPer. And it's like, oh, I'm making a dwarf. Oh, I'm also making a dwarf. How about they flirt with each other? And then it just went from that point in time to all the other players just being like, I ship it. And we didn't do anything. We only had like the one instance where we flirted with, uh, with each other and it just grew from there. But we both decided that they were stupid, dense, and absolutely incapable of actually flirting together. <laughs> so it was just <laughs> so awkward. But so much fun. And in the end, the entire party was just like cheering them on. Like, oh, yeah, they finally got together. It was fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you also have to have the luck that you have just a fantastic party with people who are just like, mm. we're leaning into this. This is fantastic. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I can understand from a DM uh, perspective that if you just throw out an NPC and you have like an idea about what this NPC is, probably most of the time, unless they're like super important, it's kind of surface. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not, I mean, I'm not talking Boblin the Goblin, but uh, you know, uh, a tavern owner or uh, um, I don't know. Yeah you know, oh. servers there and everything like yeah. you just populated that space with like, okay, I got the name, you know, a little bit of yes, a description, yeah, yeah. Their race and skin and all that stuff. And then uh, there you are. And they're like, yeah, I want to have a deep conversation with this person. I'm like, okay, what is these person like? Yeah. What do you think about socialism and the effect on the uh, general populace? <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. No, I can understand from a DM perspective, uh, that's that's very different. But I can definitely recommend that if you want to uh, like experiment and have fun with it, just mm -hmm. uh, just have that with another player. It's 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 hilarious. Yeah, I I need as Brovia is a very dark place. I think it's gonna happen more often when we get to the next campaign. So like, I didn't feel like there's room for love here. So when they they're like, I think I'm in love with this person. I'm like, okay. Shoot. Okay, let's do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I I just didn't didn't I just couldn't really do it. I think the most affection thing I did with that character was maybe a kiss after death, but I leaned in and put my head on a shoulder. I think that's the closest I got Aww. to affection. That's so cute though. I mean it's just the little things like that that already make it fun. But, uh, oh, good God, those two dwarves, it, 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 it became gift giving and, uh, and, and, and getting an axe made. And it was just, it was, the other players completely made that romance the best thing ever because they were just constantly playing uh, a wingman and just constantly trying to, uh, to make it happen. And they were just too stupid. And we, it, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's good shit. Bunch of bunch of himbos <laughs> yeah no no actually one of them was a 13 year old sorcerer kid uh we had a a, a cleric and 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 a halfling uh rogue uh it was just glorious <laughs> super strange bunch but absolutely super enjoyable nice yeah. that's awesome and um, how about you alex romantic interests in games 
Um, n- no. Uh, <laughs> I, here's the problem is that we can't talk about it yet. It has to be, I don't know, later secret. Mm. I have another podcast. Boo. I know. <laughs> you are cheating. Oh, no, no, it's an open relationship. We had a conversation about it. It was there. We all. Oh, we, did. we definitely did. <laughs> oh, it's just a good polycule. That sounds yeah. good. A polypod. <laughs> My character does indeed have a love interest and that love interest is an NPC which sparked the next moves that she made in her own storyline. There's also mm-hmm. intrigue in this relationship because this person is missing. I'll say that. This person is missing. We don't know how, we don't know why, we don't know where they went. So she is she is on the road to try to find some answers and run away from her problems all at the same time. In creating a character backstory, it's very interesting that the DM and I integrated that relationship in potentially a couple different areas. I let my DM do whatever she wanted to do. So, but when I think about, I don't know, I, I don't know. I feel like relationship, hold on, all dogs. <laughs> Puppies. I feel like relationships in game I don't know. I get, I feel a lot. So I like to avoid relationships because then I know I'm going to feel, I guess, in the long run. So here, I will explain. Let me shut my door and I'll explain. All right. Okay. So, you know, in the pre internet, Adrian, this is probably before your time. Lee and I probably are going to feel a little more about this. I don't know. I don't know how weird you were as a youth. I grew up without internet. That's fair. Okay. Oh no, I'm going to out myself in a in a very weird way. I what like I've talked about before. I'm not a very story. I never felt strength in storytelling in my life. However, I found myself on message boards that were role playing Harry Potter. Oh yeah, <laughs> no. So I had this, which is still really funny. I guess if you've ever seen a picture of me with my purple hair, um, I had in middle school a character. I think her name was like Fiora too. It was like super trendy. Um, She had purple hair with like the black bangs, like very what I would have loved to do as a middle school child. She was a Hufflepuff because for whatever reason I wanted to play a Hufflepuff which is you know fun but she had a boyfriend she had a real life person that like we would interact with each other I have no idea about this this like the like person behind this character but like let me tell you when my first heartbreak because this person no no longer wanted to role play on this message board the real heartbreak that middle school Alex went through is something I never want to experience again because <laughs> that was that. basically me. So um, all that to say is I don't know about having relationships in D&D because I was traumatized and maybe it's because that that hurt at a young age. I don't want to go through it again. Um, so obviously I'm going to televise it through a podcast of something that could potentially break my heart again amazing i love that oh good god message boards oh yeah i feel that rp, RP message, message boards they were a different monster that was that was a time <laughs> i'm feeling aged That's fine. right now <laughs> and then you have to remember like everybody was it was free right and somebody was running that it was yeah. a whole group of people who were just doing it to run it and then yeah you know the art that yeah, was I created think i had a message board myself yeah I think I started the message board myself at some point, but that was quite late. But it's it's yeah, it was definitely a, a different kind of, of 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 way of interacting because it doesn't really exist anymore, right? I mean, right now you just start a new Discord channel and you're good. <laughs> <laughs> or you have like the game mechanics behind any sort of role playing. There's not just like straight up. Yeah. I, I don't know 
fan fiction messaging. Yeah, but I think isn't also the hurt that you experience because you clearly poured a lot of yourself into oh that God. character. Of course. Aside from the yeah. Hufflepuff part, like yeah. that was basically the idealized version of what I wanted to be. Yeah. So it could be that that is why you felt it so extra strong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't we all have that one character that is the idealized version of who we want to be? I mean, let's get fucking oh real. <laughs> Absolutely. I will come out and say it immediately. It was yours, Lee. <laughs> Uh, my ranger Aaron, absolutely. I would love to be a uh, person who just, uh, uh, you know, basically is like a, a, a coastal mountie uh, going around. Uh, <laughs> well, the thing that she's going through that right now, no, not so much. But uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely no. She was one of the first, so it's like easier when you when you start out. You're like, oh shit, I'm gonna make this character a little bit like myself because that's easier to play, and it's true. Um, but she also became very different over time because uh, I started uh, with a, a bit of a shell, so my need to put uh, storytelling in my characters just. You start with A and you end up with 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 W. <laughs> Sometimes that's how it is. That's how it is. That's how it is. Yeah, I, yeah. I think for this one shot, I was trying to make this very serious, like militaristic robot because we're all kind of like in the army and we're also going to be set up for something for something bad. I was like, how is my character going to be? And then I jumped into the party and I thought it was going to be super serious, but then we had this this gnome who was playing gags and it was the only other private i'm like okay that doesn't make sense for my character i think me and this private are going to be the best of friends okay so we're both privates in this thing and we just start goofing off and i just totally on a whim just switched to my like what my mentality was saying to what it needed to be at the time do you mean like uh i'm sorry i'm not processing that your mentality, you, you were switching between what your mentality was saying to what needed to be at the time, as in you thought one thing and you thought the character should say another? I, I thought that my character, because we, it was a new character. I was just like, oh, yeah. like this is how I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be this hard, grizzled man and, uh, <laughs> you know, this war-forged, uh, you know. And then this, <laughs> this gnome was like, oh, I'm going to push, I'm going to push our commander as a joke and uh, trip him and tie his shoelaces. And I'm like, well, this is going to be very bad for the party if I have this, like, hey, you shouldn't be doing that. I'm like, oh, I'm going to change my mentality, what I thought my character was supposed to be to something more, you know, in terms of the party, more cohesive. Yeah. But like, oh, Benjamin totally switched up his characteristic. <laughs> Amazing. But those are often, like, the fun little moments, too, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you, you should oh. absolutely not build your dad into a D&D &D character. <laughs> Alex, what have you, what have you uh, done? You know, the two weeks after he's passed away, you should not do Oh, that. sweetheart. Oh. oh, it's okay. Lee, it was my own. No, so it's, it's my own. That's horrible. Just, just the PSA, <laughs> don't do that. Because you'll never want to touch that character again, but it'll forever live on your D&D &D Beyond. Because once again, you can't get rid of it. It's just there forever. And I didn't realize that's what I was doing. As I, And it was just, right, it was for the one shot for Adrian. Yeah. I didn't think about what I was doing, obviously, because then Adrian traumatized me on the internet. Yep, it's there <laughs> uh -huh. for everyone to see. It's there if anybody wants so to go see it. Tacos and Tabletop. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Amazing. I didn't realize because I was like, oh, like, what would he be doing? Like, what were what are his strengths? How I would how I how would I actually, you know, roll for this character? And then um, started to realize that it was it was I was channeling my dad's personality through this this shell of a character. And then, you know, Adrian killed him off. again. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> oh, it's okay i'm really i'm really joking to hide and mask the, the pain 
I feel this on a personal level. I, uh, if I would be near you, I would like offer you a fist bump. Thank you. Yeah, we are both um, vaccinated, but, so it could uh, be a yeah. full hug. It could be. Oh my goodness! I don't know if I remember how to hug. You know. <laughs> I also make jokes too. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> this is awkward. Okay, how do I fix it? Humor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, works <laughs> every time. It works the best. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But you live and learn, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You gotta learn. You gotta learn. Yeah. Otherwise, we're gonna make the same mistakes. Oh over. no, personal growth. Oh no. Yeah, <laughs> disgusting. Oh, it's disgusting, but it's also kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> We all say ew to that stepping out of the comfort zone, but it's actually kind of nice mm -hmm. once you get past it. Yeah, you have more uh, authentic relationships. Yeah. You're able to like take breaks and self care and like. Yeah, you can like stop bottling up all your emotions and all your pain until it comes out in one great outburst. It's really so much better, you know? So, dear listener, if you are mid-journey, just keep on, just keep on growing. Yes, you got this. We believe in you. And I say that without a gram of sarcasm, and I know that's sometimes hard to discern, but I mean it. <laughs> it's because you have an accent. That's oh. it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I should try a different one. <laughs> like borderline, like, is this a Bond villain or is it not? Like, ooh. Do so you want me to lean into it? Because I can if I if you want me to. Obsessed. Oh, no. Mr. Bond. How dare you, Herr Bond? <laughs> no, that's German. <laughs> you don't want to hear the Dutch accent. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh. But no, I mean it. Oh man, today roller coaster, a hundred percent. You knew that coaster. though. We were talking about emotions. Emotions. Yeah. yeah. When are emotions not a roller coaster? Very true. Very very true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Alex, do you have any other questions? <laughs> <on> emotions? <laughs> are you bled out of emotions? I know you're full of them. So like, that's I why, I'm why are you here. attacking me like this? It is <laughs> Sunday. Okay. We are not. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, you did. I dare, you dude. did dare. I dare. We're co-hosts. We're going. I'm gonna dare. <laughs> it's been a while since anybody's made me cry. I'm gonna grab some popcorn. I'll be right back. <laughs> Is that that's good news, right? I don't know. I don't know. Troubling news. It hasn't been about me enough. Only time. <laughs> well, insert yourself into the conversation. <laughs> Come on, let's, let's hear it. Hey, right. hey, we're oh, here. No. Let's hear it. No, we're here. don't attack me. I don't. What? <laughs> so, how do you feel about socialism and the effect on the general populace? You know I say let's try it. <laughs> let's find a, a, like a, a selection of people where it's maybe their choice. So maybe you you selectly get into this new community, and then we just see how it goes, and like. Just troubleshoot it from there. Yeah, just buy like a village for like a dollar in Spain or Italy because that's that's an option you have. Make it a real life thing. This up now. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. I'll uh, I'll tend to the gardens. It's good. <laughs> village for a dollar, American? Yeah, whose dollar? <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Whose dollar do we speak of? Aye aye aye. Oh. For a euro. The Italian village selling $1 houses. Okay. Yep. It's true. Can I be the sheriff? I remember hearing that fleetingly. Yeah. We've talked about it at length in my friend's group. Like, uh, yeah, we could just start like a, like a, like our own town. It's like, okay, cool. But I want to be the sheriff. <laughs> I want to be the sheriff. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yes. No, I don't want to be the sheriff. Uh, I just want to like... That's what would you want to be in a village? What would your role be? I would want to be like the street cleaner because look, I could find all the best gossip. I, no one would really bother me and I could just be there. But like, I'm an essential part of this town because 
if I'm not around, it's not clean. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very true. What about you, Adrian? That's a big load of, I don't know. The therapist, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Once again, knowing all the gossip. Uh, you know that can't okay but i don't i can't say anything hipaa okay i can't i'm just there and i'm like okay and i'm just by myself and i have to stay away from everybody because of hipaa and i just you know i know things but i don't have to interact with too many things yeah i mean doctor patient confidentiality right mm -hmm, exactly <laughs> oh goodness yeah well it's always a plan <laughs> Let us know if you do the plan and we'll let you know if we do the plan. Okay. I'll let you know if I buy a village in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Lee, do you have any questions, other questions before we wrap this up? No, 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 not really questions. Um, I, maybe I could close it all like a fond memory of uh, an emotional thing uh, within a game that I played. Yes. If that is, I mean, to tie it back into what we were talking about. <laughs> yes, go for it. Go for it. So, uh, my partner and I are still playing a Star Wars uh, RPG, and I play there a little, uh, the little doctor who lies a lot, uh, you know, pathological, pathological liar. And um, at some point, uh, she has to leave her home, and. Um, I made a point to say goodbye to all the characters that she's lived with for years in that town. Like she had a medical droid uh, that was her assistant. And at first I did it as a joke, but then I got to uh, the cantina where, uh, where she lived. And I was like, shit, these people have been part of my life for a very long time. And then suddenly the goodbyes became more like, Hey, goodbye in a way that felt more meaningful and that stayed with me for a very long time. And I decided that I wanted to do more with that. And, um, yeah, that the DM also, uh, felt the same and had a, uh, another moment placed in that game as well, where one of the characters that could potentially rat her out to the enemy, let her go free uh, because she's been good to him and she's healed him before in her little, her little clinic. And uh, that also almost brought me to tears. It was very beautiful. And uh, I hope to see a lot more beautiful emotions in games that I get to play and experience. So, and I hope you do too. Oh, thank you lee really appreciate that yeah it's also like to the viewers too like kind of yeah you know we hope for you to have these kind of like story worthy moments and you know because that's kind of part of this game it's super fun when you get into it uh, and you kind of put a piece of you into it as well it has deep meaning yeah good shit good shit indeed <laughs> Oof. Heavy heart. All right. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> no, no. It, that was just beautiful. I, and I just like, I could feel it in your voice. Uh. And, you know, I just, I absolutely felt how, how you felt as much as I could through just the voice. But Oh, thank you. Know. you. I appreciate that. And it's I try. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you do well. So, Lee, before we wrap this up. Do you have anything to plug in? <laughs> Good God. Uh, what the frick frack did I say last time? You can find me. Uh, yeah, you can find me on uh, Instagram where you can take a look at my art, which also has a lot of angst uh, for those of you who are so inclined uh, under the username Space Monster Arts. And the same handle goes for Twitter. So. If you want to come find me there, go right ahead. Be nice, though. Oh, yeah. Always be nice. Oh, my God. If you're not nice to Lee, I will come find you, and I will attack, and I will <laughs> stuff a hundred rubber ducks down your throat. I Well, look. Oh, there's, my God. There's, like, four next to me. That's why the rubber ducks came to mind. Ah. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. Artful. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> This image is not going to leave me <laughs> for the rest of the night. 
All right. Well, thank you so much, Lee. We will attack your enemies. (laughs) Thank you, dear listener, for joining us for another episode. You can find us wherever pods are cast. Rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. That helps us share our emotional journeys with the world. You can also find us on our Discord and all of the social media platforms. And go follow Lee on the Instagram because their art is amazing. And I love it. I'm obsessed. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you for having me again. It's been a blast again. Oh, you're an amazing guest, Lee. Oh, thank you. Any other way. Thank you. Of course, of course. Well, thank you so much for listening. My name is Adrian. And I'm Alex. And I'm Lee. Go have some fun. <laughs>